Welcome to the Love Life Church podcast, and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. So let's give a great hand clap applause for our production team, all the cast, all the people that were involved in it. They did an awesome job. Was that great or not? I'm telling you, that was first rate. First rate, awesome. The angels, the shepherds, everybody. Just a tremendous, tremendous job. And um, I believe it presented the message correctly. And that's what we like to do here at Love Life. We love to present the true meaning of God and his word. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you're looking for religion, you ain't going to find it here. If you're looking for legalism and rules and regulations, you ain't going to find it here. But what you are going to find is God's love and God's grace. And that is the story. That is what we do here, and that's what we celebrate, the story of God's love and grace. Because if you just take a common sense approach to this and look at what took place, how it took place, and just follow, follow the truth of history, you will recognize that this This God up there in heaven had a plan, and that plan operated to perfection. The only reason why things got messed up is because of people and how they delivered that message. It got really messed up, but when you look at the truth of the word of God, you start realizing, wait a minute, look what happened. Look what took place. You have, you have all these people, say for instance, the wise men, the, what, what the Greek word calls the magi. And these people were from the east. Now think about this. They came looking for Jesus because of a star. And also something very, very important. The word of God that they studied and looked in the stars in heaven and determined that the time was very close. And they traveled from afar. Now think about it, because why were they even in this story? Why are they even there? I'll tell you why. Because hundreds of years before that, the story is being talked about. Daniel was in Babylon, captive, talking about the God he serves. The Jews were in captivity talking about the God they believe in. The scrolls were all over that area in the sense of the Jews that believed. The Jews in Yemen, the Jews in Babylon. We don't know exactly where they came. We just know it was from the east. And here these guys come looking for the king. Now think about this because When you process what's happening, you're looking at guys that were rich. Now they call them wise men, they call we three kings. They they, they call them different things, but the point of the matter is, is these guys were people that had a luxurious life. They had the ability to carry gold around in large quantities. Frankincense, myrrh, different, different things that were very expensive. And they traveled to find the new king because of what? Because of a word they heard that was written hundreds and even thousands of years before Jesus was born. 
They believed the word that was written hundreds and thousands of years before Jesus came. And they acted on that word. And where did it take them? It took them to Jerusalem. It took them to the palace. Why? Because they're looking for a king. But what was really happening during that time? Think about it. Because it wasn't a time of freedom. It wasn't a time of peace. It wasn't a time where everybody just, you know, were, were just living it up. It was a time of religion, legalism, corruption, hate, society in unrest. Hmm. It was a dark time. And they went looking for a king where they should have. In a palace. In something expensive and nice. They ended up continuing their search. Ended up in Bethlehem. Not fancy. Not beautiful. Not luxurious. Nothing that you would expect the king to be in. See, this is why a lot of people miss this story. Because we're not listening to the truth. We're listening to stuff that has nothing to do with the reality of God's word. Because when you start looking at this and hearing the truth, it becomes something that's very relevant for life. It becomes when you can understand that you can go into 2020 following a star and end up in a pandemic. But God is there, just as Jesus was. Looking for greatness and ending up not finding the picture you thought you were going to see, but the end result, you're standing before the king. I'd like you each to understand that that's exactly what the Christian walk's about. It's a life where there's a lot of assumptions, a lot of desires, and a lot of wants for everything to be good, but the truth of the matter is, is good or bad, Jesus is there. And when you can understand that, and when you can really open your heart to this reality, and not religious, not this, this, this stuff that's out there that literally is irrelevant, and get to the place where you look at this God that truly wants a relationship with you, with you personally, this is when it becomes alive and real. Don't allow the stuff, your previous understandings, opinions, thoughts, the understandings, opinions, or thoughts or someone that's mad at God or maybe doesn't even believe in God. And start looking here. And what you're going to find is, is there is a space there that only God can fill. And that's through Jesus. And once you allow him into that space, life will become different. But it's a step of faith. Just like they took, they sought Jesus. Didn't go where he thought he was. Didn't find him where they thought he was. But they ultimately found him. And I'm going to tell you right now, that's a story of my journey. See, I didn't receive Jesus because my life was miserable and terrible and I just didn't want to live anymore. I received Jesus when I had all kinds of friends, parties, clubs. I had the top of everything I wanted. Everything was good. 
it was just something in here because of a story I was hearing from someone else. Kept pulling on me. Kept tugging on me. And no matter how much I tried to get rid of what he was saying, and believe me, he wasn't saying anything religious. He wasn't being judgmental. He only spoke truth of what was going on in his life. And it was a magnet. It was, it was a light blaring. And I was that moth that just kept burning myself against that light. But ultimately, I got to the place and I thought, you know what? If this is real, I have to do something about it. But if it ain't real, it ain't going to do anything anyway. So what is stopping me from going this next step? And I've determined I'm going to believe. Like I said, if it ain't real, whatever, I'll go on clubbing. I'll go on doing my thing, playing some baseball, hanging out with friends, doing life. Or I can connect with a God that is supposed to love me so much that he sent his son to die for me. And I ultimately chose to allow him in. And I'm going to tell you right now, if it was fake, if it was religion, if it was anything other than truth, it would have never worked. But I'm going to tell you, it did. It worked he came in, and my life has never been the same since that day took place at 23 years old. I've been saved serving Jesus now for eight years. <laughs> Listen, all I know is this. God is good. Jesus is alive, and everything about this season is for you. The birth of Christ isn't necessarily a time of celebrating a birthday party. It's actually a time to celebrate love. For God so loved the world that he sent Jesus. His birthday is about how much God loves you. And if you don't know that, you have an opportunity. It's very simple. You just ask him, come into my life. And he will. And he will show himself real to you. And I'm telling you, it's the only way you're going to find true peace, true purpose in life. No other way can fill that gap. People try it with drugs, relationships, jobs, travel, all kinds of things. Anything and everything try to fill that gap. But that puzzle picture can only be filled by the Lord Jesus Christ. And once he comes in, he gets in there and oh my gosh. I want you to understand this. Out of his own mouth, he said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. In other words, when I come in, it's a one-way U-Haul trip. When I'm in, I'm there to stay. And that, my friends, is what is so different about the true Christian faith and the religious beliefs out there. This is the reality. When Jesus comes in, he's there thick and thin, bad or good, because he loved you before you chose him. That is the Christmas message.
you like to bow your heads? I'd like to give you an opportunity if you've never received Jesus out there in our wonderful ministry to the world through the internet. This is also for you. Bow your heads, close your eyes if you'd like, but let's pay attention to this time. Jesus is willing, ready, and able to enter into your heart, but he'll never force himself He'll never make himself do it. It's got to be your choice. All you have to do is say this, Jesus, come into my life. Say that with me. Jesus, come into my life. Say this with me. Jesus, I believe in you. And that is why I'm asking you to come into my life. Thank you, Jesus. I believe in you and I receive you in my life right now. No one looking around, every head bowed. If you prayed that prayer, you asked Jesus to come in your life, I have something for you, specifically for you, to help you understand. We want you to have light, to understand more about the decision you made. All you have to do is raise your hand and the ushers will hand you this little booklet any of you out there that have received Jesus, just click that button. And um, if you would like this little pamphlet I've written, especially for you, give us your address. We'll send it to you. No strings attached. But what we want to understand is we want you to grow. And we want you to get into this life correctly and not get led astray into a bunch of religious mumbo jumbo. This is about life and life more abundantly. So if you, if you said that for the first time, just raise your hand, we'll hand it to you. Otherwise, we're so happy and glad that you chose to be a part of this wonderful time together. And also, I just appreciate the families and friends that helped with you know, making sure that these kids and these parents were able to do what they did. And listen, it was a wonderful, wonderful production, and I believe with all my heart that it's going to go out and minister to thousands. We're just so happy and pleased about everything in this season because it is about Jesus, and this production made sure to make that very clear. I love to see kids involved in sharing the story. Oh my goodness. I, some of these, I've, not some of them, every one of them I've known since babies, pretty much. And here they are in, in, in stages of their life where I'm going, what, where'd that come from? They're like professionals. It, it's, just, it's just how good God is and how faithful their parents are to bring them and be a part of love life. Listen, we love our family here and we love our family's family. So we're glad you're here. Welcome. Merry Christmas. Y'all have a wonderful time. Amen. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.